Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In today's segment, I'm going to review an article titled, Unvaccinated Texans 40 Times as Likely to Die of COVID as Those Fully Vaccinated in 2021, study says. Now, this is put out by the Washington Post. I love reviewing these articles because they're easy to dismantle. I can write them myself at this point. This article's purpose is not to inform. It is to further scare further divide, and then also it's an attempt to give fuel to those people carrying torches, supporting mandates and boosters and vaccinating your children and, and continued masks and continued restrictions. And people follow along. They read this article and they go see and they take this information and then they try to debate with me and I destroy them. <laughs> with all the information that this article has omitted, which leaves them actually disarmed when coming to civil discourse with someone like me who stays up on all of the data coming from not only the institutions that they say we should be listening to, like Johns Hopkins, CDC, WHO, but I also get information from other places, frontline doctors who have been, you know, on the front lines since this all started from foreign um, publications and uh, just other countries, right? Like, um, what, like, is it gov.uk? You can look there and see what's going on there. You can see what's going on in, in Israel, India, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, right? Like you can take all that in and it paints a much broader picture, right? But let's let's jump into this, okay? Check this out. So the article comes in saying a vast majority of Texans who have died of COVID-19 since the beginning of the year were unvaccinated. Now, this is just this year, according to a grim Texas Health Department report released Monday. Now, the fact that they use grim is hyperbolic, right? That's where the fear starts because it was completely unnecessary to say that, right? The first part would have been just fine, but to add in grim is hyperbolic and manipulative. The report from the Texas Department of State Health Services examined data from January 15th to October 1st and found that unvaccinated people were much more likely to get infected and die of the coronavirus than those who got their shots. Now, initially they say 40 times more likely, and then here they simply just say unvaccinated people were much more likely. So you gotta pay attention because language is what they use. Right, so there's a reason why there was that shift. Now, before we, we dive into this you know, more, I want you to look at this here. So this is deaths by age and sex. Now, this is coming from the CDC. Now, I don't know why it stops at 50 to 64. You can go, there's another chart where it breaks it down per week and it goes much, much further, but it only gives you the weekly. From the start of all of this, it, there's a lot of information there, but I would have to go through each week from January 1st of 2020 and add up all the numbers. I'll do that at some point, but I'm not gonna do it today. <laughs> um, but if you look at here, it's still not affecting the youth and the number drops, the number spikes dramatically 
once you get into, so right here at the bottom, it says 45 to 54 years is at 48,000 COVID-19 fatalities. 50 to 64 is 135. Now, I don't know why they went from 45 to 54 and not then go from 55 to 64. They went from 50 to 64, which is weird. But you see this huge jump, right? So let's just go from 55 because if 54 is at 48 and 50 to 64 is at 135, it would stand to reason that most of those deaths are coming above 54, right? They make you do the math. I don't know why they do this. Well, I do know why, right? It's a further manipulation. It's the way to, to kind of manipulate with statistics, but you have to pay attention. So you have this jump from 48,000 to 135,000 in like in just a five-year age difference, right? So you can imagine what it is once you get above like 65, right? It's, 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 it's kind of crazy. So when they're saying, when they're talking about all these deaths in this article, what you'll notice is they'll say all ages, right? But if you look at all ages, really it's just a 65 and up, right? Or 55 and up if you go from here. Also, there's this here. No matter what the totals, this is also coming from the CDC, this comorbidities and other conditions. According to the CDC, for over 5% of COVID-19 deaths, C-19 was the only cause on the birth certificate. Now they used to say 6%, now they say over five. So we're just gonna call it 6%. Because over five could be 5.2%, right? So I'm gonna be generous and call it 6%. That means 94%, 94% have an average of four additional conditions or causes, right here on the CDC. So when we go back to here, and the article claims, in all age groups, the states unvaccinated were 40 times more likely to die than fully vaccinated people. The study also found that the unvaccinated in all age groups were 45 times more likely to have a coronavirus infection than fully vaccinated people. Now they're saying all ages over and over and over. When I just showed you the numbers and those numbers were updated as of the 3rd of November. And this just took place between January 15th and October 1st. So this, this ambiguity is designed to get you even more frightened, right? Because when you say all ages, you think, okay, one-year-old, five-year-old, no. Because when you look at deaths by age, it's, it's the younger people still aren't having the fatalities. Also, what I just showed you was over the last 22 months, <laughs> right? So... Then it goes on to say, Texas has had nearly 29,000 COVID-linked fatalities from January 15th to October 1st of 2021. More than 85% were of unvaccinated individuals. Nearly 7% of the deaths were among partially vaccinated people, while 8% were fully vaccinated. Now, never mind the fact that people who were partially were at 7% and people who were fully were at 8%. I mean, if the vaccine works, then why do you even have 8%? Of deaths is supposed to mitigate the symptoms, so you shouldn't have deaths, right? But they say 85%. Now, of this 85%, if we're going with the comorbidities, 85% of those, or 94% of the 85%, according to the CDC, died with four additional conditions or comorbidities. And only 6% of those would have been the only cause, C-19 would have been the only cause. And of that 85%, most of those deaths are gonna come from the older population, 
right? Because they said all ages. Do you see how they how they how they twist, right? Now, what I want you to keep in mind is if you go to Johns Hopkins, and this is updated as of today, which is eleven ten, in the United in the United States, there's been forty six million. 46.6 million cases. Of those 46.6 million cases, we've had 755.6 thousand fatalities in like 22 months. That seems like a great number, but that's almost two years. Where the projection was October of last year, it was gonna be 2 million. We haven't even reached 800,000 in going on two years. And then if you go with, let's check this out. So if we go with the 94, Let's go with 6% dying expressly from it. With that number, what we get is 45,336. So in 22 months, we have 45,336 people who according to the CDC statistically died from it, meaning the only cause on, their, on the birth certificate was C19. That's in 22 months, less than 46,000 people. Right, this, that's it. I mean, in, in Pfizer-BioNTech's phase three trials, they only did it on like 46,000 people. <laughs> that's all they did it on, right? In a very short period of time, I think it was something like July 27th to December 11th in their phase three trials before they were given their EUA. <laughs> and, you know, and then skipping the whole process, the whole decade long process where you would go animal trials and whatnot. No, they skip right to human trials and they did it in the, that short period of time. And you guys feel confident. That's fascinating to me. Anyway, let's go on. The report said that 35% of deaths were among people 75 years and older and 25% were among those 65 to 74, which means that 60% of the deaths were 65 and up. They even say it, say it later on in the article. So what I want you to understand is they'll start off hyperbolic, you know, grim and, um, you know, this and that and that. And then they'll say stuff like, this analysis quantifies what we've known for months. Jennifer A. Shuford, the state's chief epidemiologist said in a statement, the COVID-19 vaccines are doing an excellent job of protecting people from getting sick and from dying from C-19. Vaccination remains the best way to keep yourself and the people close to you safe from the, from this deadly disease. Now this right here has been said in every country. This, that's just, that's the, pro, the propaganda's line. That's the script that they all pull from. You have to understand that, right? It's some version of that. And so let me dismantle that real quick before I close this out. First of all, her saying that the C-19 vaccines are doing an excellent job of protecting people, how? They, they only mitigate symptoms. They don't keep you from getting it and they don't keep you from spreading it. And even when the symptoms are mitigated, as, as in this article, you still have 8% fatalities. So how is it doing an excellent job, right? Protecting, like who's it protecting? You still get infected, you still spread it. Who's it protecting, <laughs> right? That's one. <laughs> Um, and then saying vaccinations remain the best way to keep yourself and the people close to you safe from this deadly disease. Okay, I just showed you. She said deadly. I just showed you the numbers. Right? We're, we're sitting at 755,000 in almost two years. And of that, 45,000 of them died from it in two years. How deadly is this? Now, if you're saying deadly just because people have died, then okay. Then everything is deadly. 
Everything is deadly. Slipping in the shower is deadly. Taking a shower is deadly. Right? How can she make that claim? There's no 10 years of research to show that this is safe and effective. How can she make that claim? Right? And then she said it remains the best way, even though we know that that isn't true. We know it isn't true. I mean, there are things that have been suppressed, right? Because understand that you can't qualify for an EUA if there are viable treatments available. So keep that in mind. When you look back and you see all the oppression and all the suppression and censorship of basically the opposite of what she's talking about. <laughs> so this is just another propagandist argument to support force, coercion, tyranny, you giving up your freedom, you giving up your medical choice. There's nothing in this article, when you actually look at all the numbers, that support it. They just believe that people are not going to be paying a close enough attention, or they believe that outlets like um, MSNBC and CNN have already done the prep work so that when people read these articles, they just go, yep, yep. So all of this information that I presented to you, Johns Hopkins, COVID map, CDC, is available to anybody. So I just want to bring this to your attention. This is the game. And I've done so many reviews that sometimes I get a little frustrated because I know that this is still working on people. And I'm like, how can it work? I've just told you the numbers and you still believe that this is deadly when only 45,000 people, according to the CDC, have died from it. The rest, an average of four other conditions, meaning four other comorbidities, or they died in an accident and they happen to have COVID, so they, so they label it a COVID death. And even with all of that tracking, because those are gonna inflate the numbers, right? Because the symptoms of C19 match a lot of stuff. Right. So even with that, even with those numbers, the way that they count, it's still just 755,000 in 22 months. That's it. And of that, an average of four other causes, four additional causes, and they're still calling it a C-19 death. An average of four per death, not four over like four, one person dying an average of four, right? So articles like this and CSNBC and, and, and CNN and, and all those other outlets and, and Twitter and the Biden administration, all of those people wanna keep you in the dark. And I'm over here trying to turn on that light, believe it. 